Hello friends, welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. At God's Eagle Ministries, we are seeding the nations with God's word and God himself is transforming lives through his timeless truth. Uh, we're bringing you 18 series of this year's uh, MLR, that is uh, Minister's Leadership Conference held in Boko um, at uh, Peace House and with uh, Willie Kani and a host of other ministers. So one about one, there are one to 18 uh, uh, series in there. Our aim is to promote contents that are enriching, that uh, touch the lives of uh, Christians cut across denominational lines. So we take content from all over the body of Christ where we know that they are scripturally, scripturally sound and can uh, equip the saints for the work of ministry. That is our goal in on uh on otakada and otakada has uh over two million contents there from different parts of the body of christ so you avail yourself of those content and you can also uh visit shop.otakada.org to also assess uh books and gifts um tailored for the body of christ so may the lord bless you as you go through this uh, uh series of mlr 2022 god bless you Amen. For yet another opportunity you are giving to us as we pursue this matter of revival. You gave us assurance that even though the enemy has gone far ahead of us, you know how to puncture his wheels. You know how to push mud into his tires. You know how to frustrate his effort until we catch up with him, overtake and recover all. If you are good with us, there's nothing impossible. Time is in your hand. You can hold the sun back just to give us victory. This evening, O oh God, we have come before you. Speak to our lives again. In Jesus' name, Amen. I've been following this um, meeting right from the opening charge and the emphasis is just gradually changing and moving higher. Uh, on the first day, the real loss was the wives of David and that of his soldier men and their children and the burnt houses and so on. So when the, David and his group came from the battle and they saw that ah, our wives are not there, our sons are not there, the houses are burnt, they saw a reason to cry. But again, as we went on in the meeting, we saw that even when the enemy has succeeded in taking away your wives and children and every other thing, but your relationship with Jesus is still intact, the battle has not finished. So there is a very big bargain against that one thing and that one thing we're talking about Christ 
Um, this afternoon, we are looking at the advantages of going with the Lord. He's our strength, He's our wisdom, He's our knowledge, He's our power, He's our security, He's our everything. And with Him going with us, there's no battle we should fear because victory will be sure. Now, so when the enemy comes, even if he has destroyed houses and many things, and that relationship is still intact, the battle is not yet finished. And so what we are discussing this evening is the contest against Jesus. The contest against Jesus. We want to begin from Matthew 26. Matthew 26 from verse 14. Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went unto the chief priests and said unto him, unto them, What will ye give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. Now the battle has shifted from carrying wives, carrying children, burning houses. The battle is about the Son of God, which is Jesus. And we saw the enemy who has already gotten into the heart of Judas, who was one of the twelve. And I want to sound a note of warning to all of us who are listening. Your length of years in ministry is not a reason for you to relax because it will catch you. In every organization, before we appoint somebody as a, a treasurer, that man must have been tested and tried and found correct. So Judah's beginning was also correct. But how did it happen? that the enemy has employed him while he was still on Jesus' team. And he was working for Satan while on Jesus' team. And the enemy sat with him and counseled with him, how can we get that Holy One? And the simple bargain was, how much will you give me to deliver him to you? Judas, who was a full-time worker with the Lord, is now working in alliance with Satan, the enemies of the cross, and is asking, is, is beginning, how much will you give me to betray the master? Because Satan knew, if only I can take Jesus out of anybody's life, is is useless. And the Satan doesn't mind how much to pay if only he will succeed in taking Christ out of anybody's life. And Judah was here ready. 
because he has been on the team, he had free access to the Lord, and he was now lancing with the people outside, the enemies of the cross. As they came and discussed with him, he began to make room for them. He said, to get him is not easy, but how much will you pay me? Excuse me, dear listener, how much will Satan pay you to take away the Holy One from your life? Is it when he gives you a good job? Is it when he has given you plenty money? Is it when he has given you good houses? Is it when you are giving, he has given you the comfort of this life? Satan, speaking through Judas, just said, How much will you give me? That I will betray him. And he said to them. What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they agreed. To sell Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. If you are in Nigeria. That is 30 naira. The whole master. Somebody was going to let him go. Somebody was going to lose Christ at the cost of 30 naira, 30 pieces of silver. I have come across many, many people. Some of them, we met them in secondary school. We were in the choir together. Some of them were Bible secretaries. Some of them were fellowship presidents. As students, they were working as Judas started. Some of them are even the fellowship treasurers. And then the Lord helped them. They passed out. They got their degrees. They got good jobs. They got good homes. They married well. They were prospering. Suddenly the enemy came. How much will I give you to take away the master from your life? Now some of them are not them in their palace. They are drinking and telling the stories of when they were in secondary school, they were FCS presidents, they were this, they were that, they were that. I met somebody at Emka. He's he has totally backslidden. And when he came to me, he started singing the choruses that Brother Billy taught him. And started dancing Ogogoro for me. Yes. How much will Satan give you? To throw away Christ. What is the value of Christ to you? Now somebody will be saying, I will pay so that you can lose him. And they said they agreed at 30 pieces of silver. So it was 30 pieces of silver that made Judas to lose out, to miss out, to roll out. All the years of discipleship were lost because of 30 pieces of silver. Dear friend, as you are listening to us, you may criticize Judas, but watch your own steps. Check your own step. This morning we are talking about the first law. When you first came, what was your relationship with the master? Rain was not enough to stop you from going to church, even if you were to trek. Once you get a number and put your Bible, you are going. You tell everybody, I don't sell salt, so I can go under the rain. I don't want Jesus to be in the church before I arrived. 
Nevertheless, I know you will not shut down speak to you. But when the clouds start getting dark, you will keep on dancing. Mm, I don't want rain to beat me. And then you stay back. But thriving is a gradual decay of spiritual life. But thriving doesn't happen once. It's a gradual grouping of your prayers, gradual grouping of your personal study, and those things are grouping. Some dirty things are entering gradually. We saw Jesus crying. So where is the first love you had for me? And for some, Satan has already hired people like goods who is saying, let me just have some money and I will, I will sell him out. Where are you? As the blessings of God on your head, as the blessings of God made you to lose out, as the blessings of God make you to travel the give of the blessings, and your emphasis now is how to amass worldly things. Much Judas was asking the enemies of Christ, how much will you pay me? Me, I'm ready to give you, but I won't go for free. Spend some money, and I will deny this man and be your company. Uh, how much? 30 pieces of silver. You know the rest of the story, that at the end of the day, Judas didn't even use that money. And he hung himself. And that was the end of it. Leaving this man. Missing Christ. And going for any other alternatives. Is a blocked road. You won't go through. You will finish. I saw a very serious bargain. Against the Holy One of Israel. Each time Satan sees that your relationship with God is good. And the power of God is flowing in your life. He will start this bargain again. How much will, you, will I give you to lose him out? Unfortunately, Judah, who was one of the men on Jesus' team, and you know that he took prayer and fasting for Jesus to bring Judas on the team. I hope you know. And yet, 30 pieces of silver has removed him. Friend, check your life. Is the first love still there or something is happening? In the morning we saw that once Christ is with us, we can't fear any battle we'll be able to pursue and to overtake. And Satan seemed to be saying, so that Christ that gives you strength to do everything, I want to pay so that you can drop him. May God give us great to say no when the enemy is coming. Now, let me leave Judas alone and we go and look at another person. Uh, we go to Numbers chapter 22. Numbers 22. In Numbers 22, you know, Balaam was a wonderful prophet who can prophesy with his eyes open and his prophecies were always correct which means Balaam also started well but as the enemy saw his friendship his sweet relationship with the master he came to make attempt 
when Balak sent people to him and said pay him to curse the children of Israel for me I don't know why Satan likes to use money Judas was saying how much will you pay me Satan just came and said I will pay you so that you can curse the children of Israel for me now instead of Balaam as a man that has worked with God to just refuse straight away he said let me go and pray about it pray about what when something very contrary to the will of God is coming to your life instead of saying no he said let me pray about it and as he went you know he sent the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hand and they came unto Balaam and spake unto him the words of life you see verse 7 again they are bringing the reward of divination that's money again and many other gifts I see when I give this correct prophet these gifts he will he will turn against the master and he will be fighting for us I will say I will bring everything and give you and they brought it and he said unto them Lord hear this night and I will bring a word for you again as the Lord shall speak unto me and the princes of Moab abode with him why are you giving Satan a commendation Satan came you would not just dismiss him he said abode here we said spend the night with me maybe let me go and do night vigil and then bring you a word and uh, verse 9 said and God came unto Balaam and said what men are these with thee I don't know who are your companions now but again I saw and I see the enemy building up a team to pay you off what men are these if the Lord is demanding the identity of the man which means he doesn't know the one are you going with people that God doesn't even approve? Who are your friends? It may just mean that Satan again has built a group who will take you out and who will destroy the Lord in your life. Who are these people? If the Lord is asking Balaam, who are the people which I think that question is enough for Balaam to have said, ah, since you people are strained to the Lord, please be going. But Balaam will not hear. And God came. What men are these? And Balaam said unto God, Balaam the son of Zippo king of Moab has sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people out of Egypt, which covered the face of the earth. Don't mean them. But adventure I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And again, God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not cause the people. I think this matter should have finished. Isn't it? God came very clear. But you see, the reward of divination, what the enemy brought to, brought to give was making the heart of Balaam, a correct prophet, is beginning to miss out now. He's in between 
<laughs> righteousness and wickedness. That money is attracting him. And he's saying, and let me pray, let me pray. When God has spoken very clearly, thou shalt not go with them. I don't know who you are going with in recent times. Now you have old stories of working with Jesus. You are dwelling on the ashes of the past burnings. But you know ashes will not cook any soup. Yes, I was this in the 70s. I was involved in the revival. I was this, I was that, I was that. The Lord said, thou shalt not go with them. If you are listening to us this evening and you are keeping wrong friends, let me announce this on behalf of God, that thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not cause the people of God. For they are blessed. Once you are working with the Lord, you are blessed. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. Say, he that dwell, he, a, a Christian is like a tree planted on the riverside. And whatever he does, he will be blessed. Satan saw it. And he just went straight. Take this money and deny God and become my own employee and fight God on my behalf, my, on, my behalf, on my behalf. He resisted. They went. The princes of Moab rose up and they went on to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Satan doesn't give up verse 15. And Bala sent yet again princes more and more honorable than they. And more and more honorable may imply that they also brought bigger gifts. Bigger uh, rewards of divination. Say if 10,000 didn't change your mind, we now bring 1 million. People of high wisdom who have power of speech to come and convince him. They say, apart from the money that we give, verse 17 said, I will promote you unto very great honor, and I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. And therefore, I pray thee, cross me these people. Excuse me, Satan doesn't mind emptying his bank account if he can drop Jesus out of your life. Let me announce to you that all the savings of Satan since the world began is to make sure that he makes you, he buys you over and make you to drop Jesus out of your life. You remember the Philistines? The five kings came to Delilah and they also asked her, how much shall we give you? Ever before Delilah will open their mouths the five kings said, we will empty all our accounts so that we can get Jesus out of the life of Samson. They are coming again here. And we promote you, excuse me, what will Satan promote you unto? Can you think what will Satan promote me unto? I think Satan can only demote us. But as he wanted to catch this man, he said, I will promote you unto very great honor. And I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. 
Come therefore, I pray thee, cause me this. I notice that Satan is very, very clear in his demand. Satan will not just make general prayers. He is looking for one thing. Cause me these people. Do something that Jesus will drop out of their lives. And Balak answered and said unto the servants of Balak, If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now therefore I pray you, turn ye here. Ah, for what? Ah, why are you dragging the matter? Something you know is not the will of God. And you cannot stand up at once to finish it. Are you here? You know, if the Satan keeps talking to you for too long, you will change you. Before Eve changed in the Garden of Eden, there was a long discussion. She made a mistake of giving the serpent attention. And the serpent preached another gospel. Destroying what God has said. She even remembered what God has said about as he was listening to, 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 to the serpent. The whole of what God said was finished. Now therefore I pray you, tarry ye here. Why are you planning to keep Satan for too long? He will finish you. I hope you know Bala, a very wonderful prophet. But he's now beginning to make room for the, for the enemy to rob him of the Holy One of Israel. He was going to do a night vigil. For what? That I may know what the will of God, I mean the Lord will say unto me. What else? Has God not spoken clearly? <laughs> or is he going to make God change his statement? Say, tarry here. God said, don't go with them. And all of that. Now as he continued and continued and continued. Verse 22 said, And God's anger was kindled because he went. Oh, so he went. Mm. Mm. Satan will not give up. Satan will not give up. He can keep coming and coming and coming. Our senior brother used to say he's an attempter. When he makes an attempt in the morning and he does not succeed, he will come in the afternoon. If he does not succeed, he will come in the evening. If he does not succeed, he will even come in your dreams. So as Satan was coming, and why was he coming? Balaam was making room for him. Balaam was giving him space. And he continued to preach and preach and preach and preach and preach. So God's anger was kindled because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way of an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon the, his ass. And his two servants were with him. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way. And he swore, droning his ass. But why can't Balaam see? This is a man that could see vision with his eyes open. Now the power of the reward of divination has already made him blind. And us was seen better than a prophet of God. 
an ass could see an angel, Balaam couldn't see. An ass saw a drawn sword, Balaam couldn't see. And he was heading for that danger. When the ass refused to go, he kicked it. But we saw the grace of God. Just to rescue this man, the ass had to speak. Say, I have been serving you for long. Have I ever misbehaved? I'm seeing danger. Then the angel went a bit backward. And as the ass came, the angel blocked the road, so he has to brush through the wall. And the Bible says he brushed his leg. I don't know what kind of wounds you have got and where you went and you got wounded. When the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself onto the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And then he smote her again. Even this wound will not make Balaam think until then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the wood and the sword drawn in his hand and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. Must you be wounded before you respond to God positively? Now even though lying down his leg is not working where he is wounded. How stubborn have you been until you are beginning to get wounded? Wounds of any kind. Because of the power of the reward of divination. You couldn't see. And the ass saw me. And turned from me these three times. Unless she had turned from me. Surely now also I had slain thee. And saved her life. Can you imagine? <laughs> the ass is not better than Balaam. God said, I would have killed the prophet and allowed the ass to live. Excuse me, how are you? Don't you know that there is a strong bargain in your life? Satan has and is doing everything to make sure that the Holy One of Israel is dropped out of your life. Who are the people with you? Where are you going? How much has Satan paid you? When God has spoken clear sometimes, you even do your quiet time and the word of God comes so clear. Instead of rising to obey, say, let me go and pray and see what God will say. What else do you want God to say? And as he was stubbornly going, God said, I am now ready to withstand you. May we not get to the point where God will have to withstand us. It will be too much. I'm just saying this, this thing because Jesus knows, I mean, Satan knows what Jesus will do for us and do in us and do with us if our relationship with him is correct and is making every effort there is a strong bargain against the master. He can offer you anything. Sometimes it's a good job. Now that employment is very difficult in the country as we are hearing, he can offer you a job abroad. They will pay you much money, but you will lose Christ. 
He can give you big, big promotion in government. But you will lose Christ. You could contest an election and win. But you will lose Christ. Satan say, how much do you want me to give you so that you can drop him? So the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way. I am praying that we will not get to the point of getting wounded before our eyes will be opened. That the Lord in his grace, he will open our eyes early so that we can see. A situation where an ass is seen better than Balaam is not correct. A situation where the angel now said, I would have killed you and spared the ass. It's not correct. Can you check your ways? Can you check your ways? We are looking at the strong bargain against the master. Judges 16. There's another man called uh, Samson. You know Samson was anointed in the womb. And the reason for his announcing, I mean, anointing was clear. He was going to... He was anointed in the womb and God said he was going to use him to fight the Philistines and Satan also took note of it. Samson was born and he started manifesting the grace of God. His relationship was very sweet and Satan said, Kai, something must happen. So the Bible said as he went down to Gaza, the first thing he saw was a harlot. And he didn't only see her, he went in unto her. That's a man that was anointed in the womb. Now, he's not just looking for correct women, but even harlot, he has no choice. Anything that was kept, he would like to go inside. And he went. With all the grace of God in your life, where are you? And do you know that even when he went, he came out and still manifested the grace of God? So, miracle working is not a sure test that you are living right with God. And uh, verse 6 said, He met a disease lady again and said, The leader said unto Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, where thy great strength lieth, and wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. Can you imagine? Again, Satan is making a very clear um, bargain. He said, I have met many Christians, but your own power is exceptional. How will I, where, where does your power lie? And he made it clear so that I can find it. I will bind you and afflict you. 
I think this is also, again, a clear instruction for a wise Christian to have run away. Even if you meet a woman and you want to do boyfriend and you say, show me your power so that I can deal with you. A wise person should run away. But Samson will not hear. With all the grace of God in his life. And Samson said unto her, If thou bind me with seven green wheat that were never dried, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Mm. He's going. He's going. Even though this is not the correct thing, this is not the truth, but he is going. If somebody has already told me clearly, he wants to deal with me. Huh? Is it not for me to run away? He started going round and round and round and round and round. And you know, Satan doesn't get tired. So this woman tried that. It didn't work. The Lila therefore took new ropes and bound him their way. And said unto him, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And there were, and there were liars in wait, abiding in the chamber. And he break them from off his arms like a thread. Did you see that? Somebody has gone into a hallowed and has come out and anointing is still showing. Sometimes it is in the process of deliverance. That you see deliverance ministers sleeping with their victims. He has already slept with this woman. He is telling lies. Anointing is still manifesting. He tried to do konakona and so on. And he went on and went on and went on and went on verse 16. And he came to pass when she praised him daily. Satan is not ready to give up, especially when he knows that what you are carrying is dangerous to his kingdom. And this pursue, overtake, and recover all is a dangerous thing to the kingdom of darkness. All of us who are pursuing this revival, I also want you to remember that Satan is not tired. Say, when he meets him first time, meets him second time, verse 17 say, she prays on Daily, verse 16. Every day. And I wonder why she was getting something every day. Ah. If I came to you and you did me harm. And maybe I try again and came the second time you did me harm. It's enough for me to run away. Something made himself available. And this woman kept pressing him daily with her words. And you know the Bible said, the mouth of a hollow drops like honey. Their tongues are smooth. They can speak to you until you lose Christ. Bible say a hollow is a deep grave. When you fall inside, you don't come out. How is it that somebody who was anointed in the womb has found himself in this mess. And it became a daily practice. So she praised him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. 
that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There has not come a razor on my head. This is a secret that Satan never knew until the anointed man opened his mouth to sell out Christ and the power of God in his life. No razor has ever come to my head since I came out of my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me. And who is his strength? Is it not Christ? So something even knew what will send Christ away out of his And he opening his mouth and saying it. If I be shaven, then the strength of the Lord will go from me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. Evil association. I don't know who are your companions, but there is a strong bargain against the master. If you don't check the places you go and the kind of friends you keep and so on, if you have appointment with Satan and you keep listening to his, his sermons, something will happen. You will be shaven. You will open the secret of the Lord unto him and he will afflict you and you will become weak. He said like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the laws of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the laws of the Philistines came up unto her and brought, oh, money again, money again, and brought money in their hand. And she made him sleep. Oh, how did he make him sleep? With smooth words, she was using her laps like wonderful pillow. The man just put that anointed head upon sin, and Satan was shaving him, and shaving him, and shaving him, and he slept. He didn't know when Satan finished shaving him. Then he woke up out of sleep and said, "I will go out as at other times." before and I will shake myself but he did not know that the Lord was departed from him how are you planning to end this journey you know that from this point from verse 20 something doesn't have power to pursue again Something cannot overtake anything. Something cannot recover anything. All the wonderful miracles he was doing, it was because his relationship with the Holy One of Israel was correct. In the morning we are talking of one thing. This one thing is the reason for con contention. And something has opened his mouth by himself. And he has told Satan all the secret. He said, look, this is my power. There is only one thing. This is my head. No razor has come on it. 
if only you can shave me and he was speaking this between sleep and work sin had already made him drunken and they brought it as soon as he did it say and the lord left and he didn't know now something has history of once upon a time serving god once upon a time working miracles once upon a time doing great things but his present state is that the lord has left him now he woke up and said let me do as i used to do nothing has happened then the enemy they took him put out his eyes those eyes i used to see women 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 they put out his eyes brought him down to gaza and bound him with fetters of bars and he did grind in the prison house how are you going to end there is a bad bargain already going on in your heart instead of you to depart the bible says flee he didn't say stand there and be bargaining flee even if if she had fled she would have escaped if she fled but she stood there speaking with serpent speaking with serpent speaking with serpent until she was converted something also will not leave this woman they kept talking and talking and talking and talking until he was defeated this night i pray that you will trace your steps where is the first love that you enjoyed with god some of us used to pray many hours and as you do personal bible study the scriptures will just be opening and opening and opening you were enjoying god you were experiencing god but now you only have history sometimes you go back to the notes you have kept and you are wondering am i the one who wrote these things you have been shaven and but finally at the end of the day something after suffering much he cried verse 28 and something called unto the lord and said oh lord god remember me i pray thee and strengthen me i pray thee only this one so god that i may be at once avenged of the philistine for my two eyes And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood and on which it was borne up of the one with his right hand and of the other with his left and Samson said let me down I don't think it was the right time for Samson to have died but he was going to die earlier because he opened a terrible gate and the enemy came here and made him useless now he has no eyes he cannot read bible even those women he used to look at he cannot see them again and they made the whole of this big prophet to start grinding he was making spots for people to come and watch at that point he said lord forgive me but i don't want to live again let me die with the philistine if he prayed that prayer and god heard him supposing he asked for second chance will god not have allowed him 
But now he said, I want to die. I want to finish my journey abruptly. I don't want more time again to even check my life. Heal me. And that's how this building collapsed on him. And uh, he died with many of them. Using situations, using the good things of this life, coming softly, speaking and pressing daily, 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 daily. Why are you spending time with him? Why are you spending time listening to him? Samson made himself available and the enemy took advantage and made him to even open divine secrets. Said the power of God is on my head. Just shave me now, I'll be a useless man. He knew it and he submitted. I pray that as the Lord finally opened the eyes of Balaam, he will open our eyes as we are listening. Shall we pray together? Our Father, we thank you so very much. Now we know that there is a strong bargain against the Lord and his anointed. You are using some of us. We are doing some exploits. And the enemy has seen it and is planning against us. Satan is asking, how much will you give me? No, how much will I give you to slot Christ? Judas, the traitor on Jesus' team, say, if you give me 30 pieces of silver, I will sell Jesus. When those prophets, I mean, uh, Balak and his team also came to Balak, they brought the rewards of divination. The Lord said, don't go with these people. Balaam was still going. Until he was wounded. The little kept pestering this man. He did it. I mean, she did it and did it and did it until he fell. It was not a lost anointing. Even God left him unnoticed. If you are hearing us tonight, and if you can trace your steps, what are you doing now that there is a serious bargain in your heart? Sometimes the enemy will come with pressure. The other day we were talking about pressure here that make people to take different decisions. Could be pressure or hunger. It's a bargain. Pressure of joblessness. It's a bargain. Sometimes you are looking for a job and the condition is is fire yourself before you get appointment. And many of us are falling victims. But Samson cried at the end of the day. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. So, we couldn't cry. 
Has the enemy blinded you? And you kept going and going and going. Some became wounded with HIV. They have carried terrible, incurable sicknesses. They have so many different kinds of wounds. This night, if somebody will cry to the Lord, they will have mercy. I don't know you, but you know yourself. And if the Lord had mercy on Balaam, and will not destroy him, he kept giving him opportunity. This night, I also pray that if you are there, and they are strong again, and you are already taking steps of backsliding, will you cry out? Samson cried, and God, even though he died, he had asked for mercy before he died. Are you there? And would you like to also respond to the Lord, knowing that the power of God has dropped out of your life? Now your prayer, you are no longer sure again. Even when you pray, you are not too sure whether God is hearing you. Many, many into your life. You ask that's true. God asked Balaam, who are these people with you? Why should you be child of God that you are keeping that God doesn't even know them? Who are these people with you? That question was enough for Balaam to have departed. He still said, well, let's wait here. I will go and do a night vigil and come. This night, before the ass will crush your leg, would you like to call upon the Lord? And if you are there, you want to respond to the Lord and say, Father, things are no longer right with me. I am beginning to keep wrong company. But I want to come back. I want to come back. You can respond as you turn unto the Lord and He will show you mercy. Is there anyone? Yes. If you are there, you want to respond. You can come to the altar and say, Lord, this company, the wrong people that I'm keeping, I want to run away from them tonight. Deliver me, O oh Lord. Because when you lose Christ out of your life, you have lost the power to pursue, to overtake, and to recover. I give you this opportunity. Is there anybody from your centers? If your head has already been shaven, Satan has succeeded in taking anointing out of your life. But you can cry again. And you know that as Samson cried, his hair grew again. Your hair can grow again. You want to respond? Get to the altar as we pray together. Yes, you are coming, just come quickly. If you come, your hair will grow again. The God of mercy is waiting. As you cry, he will hear you. Some good things will start happening to you. Your hair will grow again. Satan has laughed at you once, but he will not laugh at you a second time. Yes, any other person? 
from your centers. Just walk to the Lord. There is room. There is room. Your hair can grow again. The Lord is only waiting for you to cry and he will come to you. He's the God of mercy. As I can see, please respond quickly so that we can pray. There is a strong bargain against the Lord in your heart. Father, we thank you and bless you. As many as are responding unto you, some have already been wounded. Their ass has crushed their legs. They are carrying different kinds of situations in their body. Many of them, even the works of their hands are no longer working well because they open a strange window and the enemy has entered. Judah said, how much will you pay me? But as Samson cried, the Lord responded to him also and showed him mercy. Father, we thank you and bless you. Gracious God, you would have killed Balaam if not for your grace. He went too far, but you showed him mercy. Many of us have gone very far, but we are asking for mercy this evening. That you will not strike us with your sword. The Lord said, if not for this ass, I would have struck you and speared the ass. How will God want to kill you and leave the ass? Lord, we cried unto you this night. Show us mercy. Give us another chance. Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for coming to the end of this uh, uh, series. Uh, we pray that you are blessed and equipped. And uh, stay tuned as we complete the entire uh, series. And uh, trust that the Lord will strengthen you to be all that he has called you to be in the body of Christ. Uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>